Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. If I mentioned Clohan Point Oil Terminal to you, would you know where I'm talking about? Well, we're going to be discussing this right here on the U105 phone-in. It's not far from Whitehead. And the firm behind Go Petrol Stations, they bought the site and they say that they plan to invest in excess of £20 million to enhance it and transform it into a fully functional storage and distribution terminal which would be able to accommodate 120,000 tonne tankers. It's pretty deep water and it seems like the ideal place uh, for creating employment in this particular realm of industry. But might it spoil the coastline? There are people who are objecting. Let me speak to Owen Glenn, who's uh, one of those people who um, probably feels that it's not the best way to go. Owen, good morning. Uh, Good morning, Frank. Owen, for people who aren't familiar with Clohan Point Oil Terminal and what's there at the moment, just describe to us what is there and where exactly it is. Okay, uh, what you said, you started off with LCC. LCC have got a very, very slick uh, PR operation, and what you said sounds fantastic, sounds great, but in reality, we do not have a fuel shortage, we don't have a problem with fuel distribution, and it will not be creating jobs in the locality, it will just be relocation. Okay, okay, we're talking about... Yeah, explain, explain, explain where it is, first of all. Yes. Well, what we're talking about is Whitehead. If anybody's been in Whitehead at the seafront where the, the, the terraced houses are, which were all nicely uh, coloured, if you look out to sea, turn your head to the right, look past the sailing club, you'll see a rather long jetty j- jutting out into Belfast Lock. If you follow that back to the shoreline, this is where the original 40-year-old tanks Uh, are located. These tanks were originally built for uh, storage and distribution underground of heavy fuel oil to uh, to, uh, um, the power station in uh, Carrickfergus, Kilroot, and to Ballylumford. It didn't work and it's been lying in mothballs for quite some years now. So you've a big, so you've a big long jetty. Is that what you're saying? You've a big long jetty, but it's not being not being used at present, or is it being used on a small scale? 
it it's not being used at all. Up until 2010, 2011, it was vacant. It was just in mothballs. A lot of it was decommissioned because it was uh, not being used. Uh, it then was used for a, a strategic oil reserve. Uh, should the emergency services uh, require fuel, if there's a fuel problem, uh, it was uh, converted to hold uh, diesel fuel. The four tanks were converted to hold uh, diesel fuel, but it's never been used. There's never been a disaster situation where the fuel has been growing off the site. So basically, it's a non-man site. No vehicles going to it, no vehicles coming from it. You get the occasional security guard will go down and cast his eye over it and disappear off. But it's a fully unmanned security camera operated facility. It's not a facility because it's not an operation. It's just sitting there gathering uh, cobwebs. So LCC, they've bought it and they want to develop it and they want to be able to to anchor 120,000 ton tankers if you turn to the right from the colourful houses at Whitehead, you will see these massive tankers. That's that's what you're worried about. Oh, well, no, no, no. Uh, it's, it, it's, it's a bigger picture than that. Uh, the tankers that come into Belfast, to give you a proportion, are fifteen to 20,000 tonnes. So this tanker that they're, the tankers are going to be is six times the size of what people will be used to coming into Belfast. Wow. But not only... Not only are the tankers coming in to discharge fuel, they'll be also exporting. There'll be smaller tankers, probably in the region of fifteen to 20,000, that will be berthing at the end of the terminal to load, to distribute fuel to the, to the rest of Ireland and to the west coast of the UK. But that's not the real issue. The real issue is the destruction of a beautiful piece of coastline and rural uh, environment. Yeah, the other argument, of course, is this seems like a big employment opportunity. Uh, no. Uh, again, this is a PR blurb. Uh, the uh, loading gantries, if they get permission to build on area which has got land slippage issues, which is another issue in itself, but the uh, gantries that are be, be down at the uh, terminal itself are unmanned. They're swipe cards. You go to uh, uh, Intertank in Belfast in the Harbour Estate, uh, the, the tanker drivers pull up, swipe their cards, fill up and drive off. So there's no employment there. Any job locations, any, any jobs that may be required are highly skilled petrochemical where you need the necessary qualifications, certificates to work on it. Uh, they'll be relocated either from Maydown or some other plant that the LCC have. So there'll be negligible number of people on site. The people that will be on site will be the tanker drivers. They're coming and going. And where this affects me, Frank, is that from LCC's figures, there's going to be one tanker, one articulate fuel tanker going past my front door, one every four minutes. Just think of that. Every four minutes, there's going to be a tanker. And while we've known, there would have been two tankers have gone past uh, the studio if your studio was where I live. That's a busy. That's a that, that's a, a busy run of lorries, and um, <clears throat> I presume they're going to, to to widen the roads. Or what sort of road do you actually live on? On I live I I, I live uh, on the A two 
uh, near uh, Whitehead, in a little village, a little hamlet called Nutnagulla. And for any of those Irish listeners, that's uh, the Irish for a settlement on a hill. And it is a settlement on a hill, 200 feet above sea level. Beautiful sea, beautiful rural location. I, I'm there because of health reasons, because... Um, well, I don't want to go into it because my family are not fully aware of my health issues, but I have uh, heart and breathing issues, so I need fresh air. Diesel is no way out. Uh, Japanese car manufacturers are no longer manufacturing diesel cars. Uh, European manufacturers have got a cutoff time for it. Fossil fuels are on the way out, and here we have a terminal. It's purely for profit. There is no distribution problem of fuel in Northern Ireland. Okay. This is not necessary. Okay, you certainly feel it isn't necessary, uh, Owen, and I presume that uh, indeed uh, our next guest, who is uh, Garant Ellis, who's a, a professor in the School of Natural and Built Environment at uh, Queen's University, is going to in- endorse indeed uh, what you're saying. Uh, professor, good morning. Uh, good morning, Frank. Uh, you can't see any positives in, in, in this either. By the way, we've invited LCC to join the debate. They've only sent us a statement, which I'll, I'll read after the news. As, as indeed someone from the the School of Natural and Built Environment, how do you view this? Well, you know, from, uh, we would imagine, you know, what planning and development is always trying to balance the pros and the cons for the public interest. And I think Owen there has highlighted some of the issues as a local resident they would be facing so there's going to be quite acute environmental issues of the trucks and, and other things and maybe he's highlighted some of the benefits but the you know as you said there's existing capacity and minimum job uh, opportunities so that's that balance looks quite difficult but what i would be concerned about is the wider impact so you know if you think of the wider impacts these these could be these are the ones that would be really top of the the public interest and there's clearly threats to marine uh, environments because of all that discharging, big tankers coming in, should there be an oil spill, and Belfast Lock is a number of protected sites from that, so that's a risk. There's also a threat, I guess, to um, the local tourism investment. So tourism is really taking off in the immediate area and the wide, as you know, Northern Ireland, Game of Thrones, and so on. So clearly industrialising the area is just going to be counter to that strategy. Whitehead has the Gobbins Pass, uh, the Rail Preservation Society, all those sorts of things. Uh, it's, it could well have an impact on the railway that goes directly past the site, more or less through the site. Uh, and that really raises major safety issues because what the company are proposing to do is put uh, petrol tanks, to store petrol right next to the railway line. And you can imagine TransLink have uh, expressed their deep concern about what might happen. And that might also mean that the future upgrading of the line, electrification and so on, is threatened. Now, clearly, if anything is going to threaten the long-term infrastructure of the area, it's, it's clearly got to be a very serious consideration taken of that. Well, I know the TransLink are certainly endorsing what you're saying, going by the information that we have to hand. Uh, Professor, thank you. I'll bring you LCC's statement after the news. Good morning. This is the U105 phone. And a little earlier in the programme, of course, we were talking about the Cloughan Point oil terminal and the protest. And we were hearing from Owen Glenn, who's a local resident. We were hearing from the professor of the School of Natural and Built Environment at Queen's University. Uh, Professor Gerard Ellis uh, joined us on the programme. 
programme and really it was covering the objections to the suggestion that work would be done uh, to provide a docking system for tankers that could carry 120,000 tonnes. Uh, these are massive, massive tankers, six times the size of a tanker that you would see in Belfast. We had that whole discussion. Uh, LCC is the company, the firm behind Go Petrol Stations and they own Clohan Point Holdings Limited and we were uh, inviting them on to the, the, the programme but they provided us with a statement. Clohan Point Holdings Limited submitted a planning application in December 2018 for the upgrade of their storage facility which has been operational since 1979. As you heard there was the facility there uh, for long and many a day. The existing terminal retains the necessary licences to operate and any additional licensing conditions necessary to maintain safety and protect the environment will be fully implemented by the operator. Uh, throughout this planning process, Clohan Point Holdings Limited shall at all times be directed by the requirements of Mid and East Antrim Borough Council and the other participating authorities. The infrastructure investment will see a boost of £25 million to the local economy alongside 250 construction jobs created and once completed a further 30 operational jobs. The Clohan Point development team is committed to continued consultation during the planning application submission phase with both regulatory bodies and the local residents. That uh, statement uh, provided by that Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Company. <laughs> 